0: Live from Fitzgerald's in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of All right, our shots this week is absinthe because we need to forget that shit ass thing that just happened. So, uh, Luke, cheers. Hey, hey.
1: That's right. Let's let that let that green demon rip it up here. Woo. Ooh! Tastes like losing. <laughs> I'll I'll definitely be hallucinating <laughs> later.
0: All right. Uh, welcome to the Dave's uh, the Dave's you know. Um, Or the Daves I know. I get the stupid fucking podcast name right. Off to a kick-roaring start. As you may uh, remember, uh, Dave Martin is actually out of town uh, this week. He is in Charlotte being vice presidential uh, for Wells Fargo, making all the sweet money to pay for the podcast. (laughs) Thanks, David (laughs) Martin. Uh, in his stead, we have substitute Dave. Uh, substitute Dave today is uh, Luke Craig. Luke, why don't you tell our awesome listeners about
1: yourself? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm definitely not a Dave. I applied uh, to Dave's school and I was rejected. So, rightfully uh, so. <laughs> rightfully so. So uh, proud to be a Saint Paul guy. Uh, actually, uh, uh, Dave and I are neighbors about three blocks apart, and I've uh, been following uh, Minnesota, what's now Minnesota United, for about five years. Um, about five years ago, Jim Oliver got me interested in coming out to see this crazy soccer team that played out in Blaine uh, back when they were the Minnesota Stars FC. And um, I think the first, my first experience hanging with the Dark Clouds was actually going to the Sweetwater Grill Ooh, in the Sweetie <laughs> Forget about the sweetie in the all this time. Uh, in the post-apocalyptic Kelly Inn over by the state capitol to watch the. Uh, U.S. Open Cup game against RSL, which uh, we accidentally kind of won. Yeah, take that RSL. <laughs> we they paid us to come there and uh, beat them. Right. So you know, like every uh, like every drug dealer knows, the first hit's always free, and that's uh, that's what got me hooked, and uh, here I am now. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah. As Dave, as uh, substitute Dave, let's just, just. I'm not gonna. I'm, I can't keep doing that. I'm the. Uh, <laughs> I'm like the counter Dave. Yeah. I'm that's... like the I'm like the Avignon papacy of Davery. <laughs> There you go. Look that one up.
0: All right. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we know what you came here for. You did not come here for uh, uh, Sweet Dave Talk. You came here for Sweet Dave Talk uh, about this uh, shitty, shitty team so far. Um, The next segment, our first segment, is always called What the Hell Just Happened and is not more appropriate than today. Uh, Today it's brought to you by Cyanide. Uh, just watch that Minnesota United FC game. Take cyanide. It'll cure what ails ya.
1: I got I a pill under my tongue right now.
0: <laughs> so the quick recap, if you uh, did not watch that game or uh, you're, you're holding off on watching that or you want to watch the 20 minutes, don't. We're going to quick recap it for you right now. Minnesota lost 6-1. to one. Uh, Joseph Martinez uh, destroyed the Minnesota defense with a hat trick. El Marone had a brace and Joseph Peterson uh, in a stoppage time goal. Uh, that's the third goal in two games, actually, FYI, that Minnesota has allowed in stoppage time. Which is a really encouraging sign I gotta say, there's too many Josephs on that squad That is true, that is true Too many Josephs, uh, too many really good DPs as well Well, yeah (laughs) Um, Minnesota scored uh, in the 30th minute from the spot Kevin Molino, uh, that was a breath of fresh air He got a penalty in the box And uh, ran, got a fresh ball uh, Kicked Ramirez out of the spot And uh, put the ball in the net Right in front of the supporters Which is, I guess, pretty cool Um, I, this is the soberest I've ever been Watching a soccer match
1: I, I can vouch for that.
0: <laughs> I was way too sober for this yeah. game. Of all the games in the world to uh, be sober for, this is definitely not the one I wanted to. But you know, um, and then we had, uh, of course, people remember uh, Alboja left the game in the 84th minute with the uh, a huge gash. Actually, in uh, Bobby Badman, our favorite the two days, I know the Daves I know favorite Bobby Badman came in. And, of course, there was a stoppage time goal. So, so. I,
1: I, I had a twinge of guilt because I, I've always made fun of Bobby's hair uh, back when he was playing for New England. And uh, mostly it's because I'm jealous. I'm not, not going to lie. Like, that's that's how my hair looked in about 1993. And uh, <laughs> thanks to uh, genetics, that's not going to be happening for me anymore. Um, so I'm just jealous, Bobby. So yeah. sorry I made hair, fun of your beautiful, floppy your hair.
0: Flowing mane. <laughs> um so Dave Martin, uh, while he cannot be here, actually contributed a fact to, uh, to the podcast today via the notes, uh, the wonders of the internet. Um, Minnesota United has now conceded in two games, 33% of the uh, goals allowed by Colorado all of last year. And I saw another stat online that said, in order to uh, not best the record for most goals in a season of 70, Minnesota United needs to uh, average of giving up only, it's like 1.88 goals allowed per game. Luke, oh, we're, we're gonna we're What's, gonna shatter so some goddamn records this year. If I put if I put the you uh, you're familiar with over under right? No, oh no, because, yes. Okay. Oh, if yes. I put the over under at seventy seven goals allowed by Minnesota United, would you bang the over? Like how oh, hard would you bang the oh, over? Oh my,
1: my kids' college savings. Okay. Yes.
0: Very good. I was gonna say maybe so so not quite your house, but your kids' college savings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You okay. Know. I got, I'm gonna keep a roof over my head, but. Uh, <laughs> fuck those kids pretty much right (laughs) all right so let's talk about some of the other things um best
1: moment of the game uh there wasn't a lot but what do you got luke you know i it was i think everyone sort of feels this way it was sort of like the best most horrible experience um you could have yesterday uh i actually you know being a relative newbie only following this team for five years um and kind of coming up on in the shadow of you know guys like Jim and, and Bruce and all that. So seeing Bruce or at least knowing that Bruce was able to come out and do the coin toss and seeing some of the other veterans who've really uh, put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into making pro soccer happen and stay in Minnesota. When uh, not too long ago that was an open question. I guess that was very that was actually quite moving for me. I got a, I didn't I, I got a little bit onion choppy um, somewhere there at the beginning. So okay, um, yeah, cool. I mean, I'm same way. Like,
0: I've been involved with the Dark Clouds for almost as long as you have, if not, if not as long. Um, and I, I invest a lot of my time in this, in this organization and in this team. So, um, as I said last week, I uh, got a little dusty at the Nomad when the team walked out. I'm not going to lie, it didn't, uh, that did not happen again. I mean, the snow didn't, you know, I could mask it with the snow that was falling on my head, which was a really cool atmosphere for the first three minutes of the game. Yeah, the snow globe effect was was just made it even more surreal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but in terms of on the field, um, which there wasn't much the for me, if there was a best moment, it was the second half of the 45 of the first 45 minutes right before they scored the goal. They scored the goal. Uh, they were bossing possession. At least I mean honestly Atlanta was up 3 nothing, so I'm sure they were probably sitting back a bit. But they were, they were taking control, and if they would have got a second one, they almost had a second one right before halftime. Uh, there was a ball. Jermaine Taylor, I believe, knocked one off the crossbar, just went over. Um, they got that. It might have been a game, um, but they had that ill-timed uh – uh, hey, we gotta snowblow the fucking field so we could see the lines, which yes. derailed all the momentum that oh Minnesota United had. Yeah, and what's we spent about a minute and a half talking about the best moments of the game. What's not do it anymore because uh, <laughs> this is a shit ass game. <laughs> that's
1: that's about all. Desserts. What was your worst
0: like of you, of you? You have to pick one. What was your worst oh, moment Lord. of the game?
1: Um, so so I'm uh, I'm kind of an incurable optimist. So really, like my spirit wasn't fully broken really until that very last goal number six (laughs) which was almost just like to add just a pour salt in the wound and then some vinegar on top of that um and it just it looked like it was going in kind of on a guide wire almost and I just remember thinking well of course it's going to go in why you know why shouldn't one more just awful thing happen today on the field and uh and there it went so (laughs) yeah um
0: I mean it's hard to pick just one um you know the three minutes in was deflating, but you're, you're right. I was like, okay, just first game, you know, first game jitters. Home home team, like it's packed. Like Minnesota had actually the most, like the, the highest attendance uh, in the league over the weekend, um, which Good. is really cool. Um, I was like, okay, that's cool. And then t- like 12, 14 minutes later, when they put that second one, and they beat these exact same, they beat Thiessen and they beat Demidoff. Yeah, that was when I was just yeah. like,
1: oh, this might get ugly. And it wasn't, you know, I mean, they just went through that back line like a hot knife through butter. It wasn't even a hard-fought battle where they just got the better side of it. It was, you know, they're just running past the mannequins and just banging them in at that point. Yeah, yeah. Pretty just just demoralizing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next thing, what was your most what-the-fuck
1: moment of the game? If you had to pick
0: again, just pick one.
1: Well, I guess going back, I, I think probably um, having seen our keeper go down with what looked like a pretty serious injury, and then just having that final, um, we're gonna just smear your own feces in your face, six goal go in, just to absolutely and, and uh, humiliate you, us even further. You know who
0: was responsible for uh, the gash on Alboja's uh, leg? No, Jermaine fucking Taylor, buddy, Jermaine, dude,
1: Jermaine. Jermaine,
0: yep. <laughs> everybody listening to this podcast knows our just visceral contempt for Jermaine Taylor, and he took out his own goal. Now, to his to be to be fair, I don't think he was trying to do that. He was trying to play the ball, but still, just like maybe maybe this like is pouring the cry salt for help. in the wound of yeah. of like like he cut him open. He was like. Fucking oh. the wound, and then he poured salt into it while he was doing it. Yeah, uh, for some particular reason, I, I don't I, know why. I, just, know I have to
1: think maybe this is a cry for help by Jermaine. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's, he's been somehow kidnapped or he's in a cult or something, and he needs to be have some kind of intervention. I, I don't know what's going on yeah. here. My, so.
0: so, yeah, my most my most what the fuck moment was um, just because we, we were getting bossed for most of that first half. Like, why was there not a sub used uh, right at halftime? Change the change the momentum, change everything, and why the fuck did Inchi not use all of his subs? I mean, he used one sub, and then he had the goalkeeper sub. Like, literally, he put one additional person on the pitch, and I heard the quotes that he gave Jeff Reuter today about how, like, they were getting embarrassed, and he wanted just them to be embarrassed. Like, I get that. Like, as as a former coach, like, I kind of respect that, but at the same time, like, you're playing at your home opener. Like what in the shit, man?
1: What in the yeah, shit? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think this was the time or the place to make that kind of stand. No, of, it's that first home, you know, first
0: of, first game of right. your MLS franchise at your own place. Like it's absolutely not the place to make the stand. And it's, if you, you make the stand, like you know you're a borderline playoff team and it's like week you know 27 and right. you're getting house 6 nothing right. by Columbus or something that's yeah. when you make this fucking stand not yeah. not the first game of the year man no
1: i this this, this was a, such an important tone setter and you know the talking points coming out of this could have been so much more positive had we even lost with a little bit more dignity People um, were there who have never watched soccer before, right? And they're gonna look at, they're gonna see this game, and be like, "Oh, why the why the hell do I come back to this?" Right. So I've got a friend who's from Costa Rica that I've talked into going to the game yesterday, and he ended up bailing out somewhere around the seventieth minute because he just couldn't stand watching shit soccer in the snow anymore. Maybe it may be the Costa Rican factor. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, I was but,
0: I was talking with some other I was talking with some other dark clouds today, um, and. You know we're like we're the diehards. Like we're we're coming back for every
1: game, no mm-hmm. matter yeah. what. But yeah, you don't need to sell us.
0: No, but my the whole point was he was he was bitching about the game yesterday, and in, rightfully so. He had much very uh, valid complaints and stuff. But I, I was explaining to him because we were having lunch. I was like, listen, if we had scored those first two goals, you know, we scored that goal in the third minute, and then we scored again in the seventeenth minute he was oh. like he was like by the 15th minute i was just i was really i was just really pissed off i was like but yeah but because we were losing and because we right. were getting bossed on the on the ball right. if we had been if we were winning that game that would have been everybody there would have been fucked nobody would have left at all it, it was completely on the team for sh- fucking it up yeah. and for you know the quotes i've read have not been great about like hey like owning their fucking failures so
1: yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, had, had, gonna, we, had we even played with some dignity yesterday, I think we'd all be counting this as one of the most epic moments of our soccer watching lives. And, and maybe it was even despite that. Um, I'm never, hurting, I'm but, never gonna forget this game ever. Oh God, no, <laughs> hell no. Um, but I, I'm also never gonna forget the day we lost to the uh, Des Moines Menace in a U.S. Open Cup match <laughs> in the rain <laughs> at, uh, at Liz Roby Stadium yeah, Liz over at the University. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we've spent a lot of time on that. Let's
0: uh, kind of blast through these next uh, few things here. Uh, your official scorecard, uh, match rating, how did the, how the official look for, to
1: you? Um, you know, I don't I, – I, I get really frustrated with officials a lot. I think they slow down play a lot. Um, I had absolutely no envy for this ref today. It was very hard, at least from where I was standing, to distinguish uh, true and proper fouls from people just falling down because of – field just covered with snow yeah um i think he missed a couple of calls that could have helped us a little bit um but we did get the penalty um which is our one and only highlight (laughs) out of the whole experience on the field i guess so yeah i'm with um, you i'm I'm gonna give him a b plus a minus okay
0: I don't, I don't, I don't think any official ever should get an A. Yeah, that's in any, true. In any capacity. That's true. They, they are if, the enemy. If you are getting, well, I think if you are getting like a B minus C plus, like that's perfect. Like yeah. you, you are not part of the game at all. Right. You, you are not remembered. No one cares about you. Um, but, uh, you know, whatever. It was a, it was insane. Like that game was ridiculous. So, all right, uh, moving on. Um, the uh, next Freddy Do, who is the star of the game for you, Luke? Wait,
1: star or I thought the Freddy Adu was the shittiest player of the game? It's both. It's the next Freddy uh-huh. Adu, star of the game, and then Ooh.
0: we do a little bit later, so, the next Freddy <laughs> Adu, shittiest player of the yeah, game. So, so I, who's I guess, the star?
1: Uh, this snuck past me last night, um, but apparently Nick Rogers, president of the club, went on a, a, a Twitter sermon uh, after this saying that, well, we're you know we're building a church here. Oh yeah, no, it didn't. Yeah, And uh, having been a uh, twice a week church attender as a young lad, that brought me That's back a to uh, terrible. <laughs> who was it? Terrible uh, church. Um, t- yeah, it is bad. Um, it brought me back to the uh, old, uh, you know, upon this rock I shall build my church. The apostle Peter, who, as it happened, uh, betrayed Christ three times before the cock even crowed, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, <laughs> who have we built this church on? Well, it's it's Demidoph. and. <laughs> He's betrayed us before the before the cock has crowed yet thrice. Oh. Um, I just I I don't know. Maybe there's a better place to put this guy. Uh, maybe something's wrong that we don't know about. Um, but we literally would have been better off having a practice dummy out there. Uh, from everything I've seen, that's so, fair.
0: So I mean, I, for me, the, the star of the game was Brent Coleman for. Uh, not playing and not getting worked by Demidoff. I'm a, everybody knows I'm a huge Brent Coleman Bobo Hell yes. um, at BMK. Have it your way. Uh, Hell yes. Come, uh, I got your, you know, I got his jersey. He gave me his jersey at the end of the year last oh. year, so that's pretty cool. Wait, um, you were
1: you were him for Halloween. I was him for
0: Halloween, <laughs> and we we traded we traded shirts at the end of the game. Nice. Mine was a old uh, Loons um, uh, jersey. I put uh, electrical tape on the back of the that's right. it. That's right. So uh, and I was like. Let's trade shirts, and he was like, "Ah, fuck it, all right." And so I have yeah. a Brent Kalman shirt. Um, so there was no clear, there was no star of the game other than uh, everybody on Atlanta United. Oh yeah, um, but right. So I think my shittiest player of the game, my Freddie Adu award for the shittiest player of the game, um, I would give it to. I, I, I don't necessarily want to pick on Demidoff because Teason did not look good, and I and right. and, and I actually. So my whole point here is to actually – I want to give it to uh, uh, Adrian Heath. Yes. And let me explain this. So Adrian Heath brought in Thiessen from Switzerland. He just got in. He got in on Wednesday, right? He so got off a
1: damn plane on from Switzerland.
0: Wednesday. He had literally had two days basically to practice with the squad – um,
1: he was trapped in a James Bond villain lair Up until a couple <laughs> days ago
0: uh, I mean I was, I'm sure it was gorgeous The Swiss it, well, Alps, Yeah. But um, and there's probably lasers and you know stuff um, But he brought him in He brought him in and put him On the right hand side which we were like Okay perfect Jermaine Taylor can't <laughs> Why not if, if Whatever you can do to get I mean I'm even so like Whatever you can do to get Jermaine Taylor Off the fucking field on the right hand side <laughs> And what does Adrian Heath do Adrian no, no. Heath Does not just do that. He moves Jermaine Taylor to the left-hand side. And now I know Jermaine Taylor's Jamaican, and they like to uh, pass the Dutchie on the left-hand side. side. But what? how how much ganja was Adrian Heath? Yeah, Jermaine Taylor have incriminating photos of Adrian Heath with some woman from Minnesota, um, some sexy Nordic woman or something, because I don't understand. If he's on the field in Colorado, and I'm going to that fucking Colorado game, I... I don't know what i'll do i might i don't i i literally like i'm like in a rage i have no idea what i might do and so that's a problem yeah
1: and i can't argue with any of that like i said i'm i'm i am the incurable optimist so and uh uh, i'm not an everton supporter but i've always had a bit of a soft spot for everton um so I, I I can't quite turn on Adrian yet.
0: No, don't. Um, but not, I am sharpening my I'm not my turning knives. on him. I'm just saying he was the shittiest player in that game.
1: Uh, so. No, no question. And I do want to say one thing about Atlanta here is I actually I, I hate them. I I hate their I hate their sort of their style. I hate. I Actually, I hate their kits. I hate American Family Insurance, their kit sponsor. Sorry if I'm costing you a, a podcast sponsor here, but I don't think they're no. probably coming around. I mean, <laughs> if you I, want it, you, yeah. you can
0: uh, – the Dave's I know, mn at gmail.com right. if you want to sponsor this stupid yeah, ass podcast. Yeah, get on that, American Family. Um, all right. Uh, but,
1: but here's the thing. I think they might actually be pretty damn good. Okay. Well, um, let's get to that. Let's get to okay, that in, okay. the, in, the, in the previous segment. Hold, hold on to hold that. Hold that thought. So
0: our next segment is uh, say what's in this drink. What's uh, in that drink? Yeah, what's in that drink? Um, I mean – I'm drinking. Obviously, we're at Fitzgeralds. I'm drinking hams because it's a dollar fifty. Stupid. Come to
1: Fitzgeralds and drink hams oh, for a dollar fifty. Yeah. Uh, Luke, what are you drinking today? Uh, I'm drinking some delicious uh, worker-owned New Belgium IPA. It's got well, some of kind of you are. citrus note to it. Uh, Fucking because I'm b- both fancy pants and a commie. So <laughs> <laughs> I all gotta right, have it both ways.
0: All right, fair <laughs> enough. All right, feud of the week time. Uh, last week's feud of the week was the uh, Point to the Spot podcast. Uh, those idiots had me on to talk about Minnesota soccer. I think I even predicted a Minnesota win uh, for this weekend. Boy, howdy, was I wrong! Uh, this week's feud is with the Mouse of the South podcast. Yeah, that's a word fall. Mouths of the South. Of and the I, South. I actually enunciate it properly. I'm guessing it's like Mouths of the South podcast when they uh, when they enunciate it down there. Do you think they, you think they also have like Boomhauer
1: from King of the Hill? Probably. Oh, and so I, I would actually tune in just for that.
0: Our biggest gripe with Mouths of the South podcast is very cool you decided to start following soccer when it first started in your city this year oh wait you didn't atlanta has a huge soccer history and you just joined up the bandwagon so anything else anything else bad you want to say about the city of atlanta Than they have
1: they're the worst um, you know, fucking they, sport really, they just punch under their weight for everything you would expect from a metropolitan area that side um other than other than rap like they don't really just produce all that much. There's not like a whole oh, lot of cool. Hip hop's awesome
0: down there, don't right? That's but, but like, uh, that's all they've got yeah. is like is yeah. like
1: trap house and strip clubs, <laughs> trap house and strip clubs. <laughs> Which I, I you know uh, <laughs> I guess I can't pass judgment on that, but uh. that's awesome.
0: Um, I mean, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh, Dominique Wilkins, not a good basketball player. <laughs> Boom. All right. Well, ah! moving on, moving on to uh, other United news. Brought to you by MRI Pathways. Because it makes sense that you need to go to a third party for a medical care. So choose MRI Pathways. All right. Um, so the, obviously the biggest news, the most uh, present urgent news came out today. Um, you know, Abogia, uh had that uh, scare um, at the, in the 84th minute. He just has a massive contusion. No broken bones, no uh, torn ligaments, nothing like that. So he's out at least one to three weeks per his Instagram post. I saw... Did you see his Instagram post? Uh, no, I don't know how that one snuck past me. Oh, God, it's, it's like massive. It's like four oh. studs in his leg. It's, oh. <laughs> good job, Jermaine. Way to go, Jermaine. <laughs> yeah. Obosha's um, on a six-month contract with, I think, an option to extend, so it's good that he's Ooh. not out with a broken leg. Yeah. He'll, he'll be back probably within a month. Uh, but we get to see Bobby Batminton for the next month or so. So with his floppy, That floppy should be... You know, we're trying to stay on that, not giving up 70 goals this year. But uh,
1: what else we got, Uh, Luke? Uh, So apparently the naming rights for the uh, uh, Big Top Replacement Stadium, um, also known as Cloud City, also known as Evil Stadium, is actually going to officially be called Alliance Field. God, Big Top Cloud City would be an amazing name for... Well, well, okay, and let me just make my plug here. Uh, Nick Rogers, if you're listening or anybody associated (laughs) with the club... Just keep the big top there and just build it into the stadium. Oh. I wanna walk through the doors of a liquor store, grab a handle of a Wolf, and carry it into the stands. Um,
0: what I mean, could go wrong? They they did just pass the Sunday uh, Sunday sales. Oh, yeah. uh, do you see that Certix was open yesterday on yeah. Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw that what they got they got a, a busted Two thousand dollar fine and thirty day uh, liquor re- license revoked, starting on Sunday, July second. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. Um, so yeah, I mean Allianz Field. That's I mean the the if anybody who's seen uh, the Bayern München uh, stadium, it's basically it's a kind of a smaller version of that, which is it's Allianz Arena in uh, in uh, Munich. So makes sense. Um, right. So yeah, I mean other news. Um, we had thirty five thousand. Uh, according uh, ticket sales according to Minnesota United. Obviously some people didn't come. I mean I know some people from Mankato didn't show up. Um that's good. Um but again, will these people come back uh after the drubbing and uh all that other fun stuff? Um on the on the bright side with the snow on the field, we didn't see the football lines. Yeah, so exactly. I made that point <laughs> on Twitter today, which I thought was really a, no one had made that point, I was like, Oh, That's a very astute point I'm going to make in a Twitter comment. No gridiron. Follow me at Texas Zeller if you want to,
1: those insightful things. Uh, Anything else we got? Um, So LAFC has been announced as they're going to be coming into the league all by on their lonesome next year, 2018, which raises the perennial question for almost as long as I've been following MLS is what's going to happen with the Miami Beckham United FC Wanderer, Vice Machine, or whatever the hell they're going to be called, <laughs> or wherever they're going to be located.
0: Uh, they're going to be located in Tampa Bay and owned by Bill uh, Bill Edwards.
1: Fair enough. I, I cool, cool with me. Cool. All right, <laughs> moving along. Uh,
0: we're ha- we're actually pretty much right on time. Awesome. Good job, man. Hey. Um, we- uh, the next segment: the Scouser half minute, and we are going to supplement it with the Wigan wig out. Hell yeah. Um, this is brought to you by Bill Shankly. If you are first, you are first. If you are second, you are nothing. Bill Shankly. Um, all right, so I'm gonna rant for uh, Liverpool about a minute here, and then I'll let uh, Luke here, our Wigan, our local Wigan correspondent, rant about Wigan. Um, Liverpool beat Burnley two to one on Sunday, right before the Minnesota United match. I was actually at Lake Monster. Where I saw caught the second half. I was actually wearing my Liverpool kit underneath two different Minnesota United. Or, uh, Stars jersey and a Minnesota United jersey, so I felt pretty good about that. It made the day a little bit easier to uh, to deal with, but Burnley went up seven or went up uh, one nothing early, like in the seventh minute, which is really shit. Um, but again, I didn't see most of the game. I honestly only saw one of the goals live, so I don't have much to say.
1: Let's go with the Wigan right. Wigout. out. All right, so uh, I'm a supporter of the uh, slightly obscure Wigan Athletic FC. Uh, my uh, my granddad is from Wigan, and that's basically the only reason I started following them back when they were up in the Premier League. Uh, the big news is they've fired their manager. This is the second manager firing they've done this season. Um, they're in miserable condition. They're almost certainly going to be relegated back down to League One. Will Grigg oh. is not on fire this year. Um, and I kind of just don't care because I can't really watch the games that much here anyway unless there's a random... Uh, uh, broadcast on um, on BN Sport or something like that. Like so
0: an FA Cup run or something. Right. Wait,
1: they're they're like they're gonna get relegated from the championship. Yeah, they're it's it's oh. yeah they're it's I feel they're you, dropping like sorry. a lead, lead weight right now. It's not it's not pretty. So it's okay. I'm, I'm resigned to it. So okay.
0: Well, I mean you you'll be even less able to watch them once they get relegated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to the first yeah, division. Yeah, it's gonna be ugly. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so now we're gonna talk about the upcoming match. Um, the uh, For Minnesota United uh, The Loons uh, They're going to Colorado uh, To take on the Colorado Rapids um, On Saturday uh, And as I mentioned before uh, I'm going to be there um, A bunch of Minnesota United fans Actually I think they've sold 50 or 51 tickets uh, To the match So I know there's a bunch of people are Minnesota Natives out in Colorado uh, who live out in Denver. Hey, uh, if you're going to be in the section, come say hey. Uh, I'm the very sexy Dave with the beard. Um, Dave Martin will not be there. He will actually be able to actually watch this game live I think. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong in the podcast or in the Twitter feed, uh, Dave Martin. Um, But I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to to watch this game. The first game he'll actually be able to watch live (laughs) because we have a Minnesota United podcast and no one actually, he only one of us has actually ever seen a game live, a regular season game. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to uh, smoke some weed out in Colorado. Um, Who's good on Colorado? Well, let me tell you, Tim Howard is back. Uh, He's been out for about four months or so with, I think a back issue. Um, and despite losing one to nothing to the Red Bulls uh, over the weekend in New York, um, he was Tim Howard's name. MLS uh, keeper of the week uh, was on the uh, the eleven for how MLS. Many,
1: how many saves did he have, though? He
0: had quite a few, actually. Yeah, I mean, like I... the Red Bulls should have been should have had probably three or four goals in that game, and Tim yeah. Howard literally. Kept them, kept them away. Yeah, so. he,
1: he was he was sort of back in uh, Secretary of Defense mode from the highlights I saw. Yeah, so um, which is
0: interesting because I mean we have uh, we have World Cup qualifiers coming up, and I think he uh, yeah. definitely needs to show um, that he is prepared to go. Uh, I mean, it's Bruce Arena, so I think he's going to come up. He's, he'll be be—he'll be a call-up anyways, but um, uh, Shkelson Gashi uh, was, was, like, this huge hype player last year. Um, he did not really produce as well as people thought, um, but he looked really impressive coming off the bench. I watched uh, the condensed version of the Colorado Red Bulls match uh, actually today, and uh, Gashi looked really good, and he is something that – he is another player who's very good um, and could cause a lot of havoc, uh, especially – I mean, I don't even know what the back line is going to look for, like for Minnesota. Honestly, like <laughs> it could be. It honestly, could be Davis, Coleman, Calvo, and and Venegas, and that would not surprise me one I'm, bit. I'm completely fine with that. Yeah, I think I think I don't think it will be. I think it'll be. I think Davis is probably back in. I think it. I mean, I don't know Demidoff, Man, what do you do on the back line? What do you What do you do? Uh,
1: well, I mean, it's it's the whole. You know, I think someone else brought this up. It's the whole thing with sunk costs. Is you've made this guy your premier signing in a lot of ways. Uh, He's you the captain. Him, you named him the captain. I mean, and, Dave Martin put in the Earth notes earlier, do we, do we need to cut off his arm to take away that captain armband or, yeah, or what, I, man? I, I, yeah, I mean, just talk about just backing yourself into a corner in the first two weeks of the season. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you give them one more chance if there's a three strike rule or, or, or how same baseball my friend. I well exactly same baseball um I, I honestly I not that I'm in any position to say this but I'd have them sit for at least one and, and just see what happens you got they can't get any worse yeah so yeah.
0: so I mean now we go to who sucks uh, well yeah. obviously Minnesota right now um, uh, I mean the Rapids are just the quintessential MLS like average team right they have a really competent back line. They have uh, a kick-ass goaltender, and they just counter, and they score right. maybe five to ten more goals a year than they actually concede. But right. they, I mean, they play two games; they've even up one goal so far. They're one and one, one-one-zero. One, oh. um, I mean, that's that's quintessential Colorado. So yeah, I mean, I'm interested. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see if they are going to look at Minnesota and be like, hey, maybe we can attack these guys and force the game. And maybe get two or three goals like early on in the match. What do you think?
1: Well, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't see a whole lot on the Colorado offense that would scare me normally were it not for our defense. But for. But four. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for some baby steps forward next week, I guess. Okay. Um, I don't expect us to win. I, I think we're going to have a hard time piecing anything together that's going to get us past Tim Howard in that back line. Um, but if we can – Keep the goal differential in a in a good direction here. Uh, maybe only lose by two or three. I hate to say it, but that's that would be a huge improvement right oh, now. God. So, oh God. Can you imagine? All right. Well, so
0: our predictions for this game. We'll get you we'll get you to our predictions for the rest of the MLS schedule in a minute. Um, I, because I'm going to this game, and I'm, I I'm the optimist on this podcast, as uh, as most people know. Um, I'm predicting a one-one draw. I think there's a penalty. I think uh, Molino steps up. Actually, you know what? I think Ramirez steps up and takes that PK. Yeah, uh, he converts it. Yeah, um, but I think, uh, and I'm just really hope, hoping that uh, uh, Adrian Heath goes full on her Brooks and makes uh, Minnesota Minnesota's backline bag skate all week uh, till they die, and then they realize that. Uh, Maybe they should stop fucking around. Um, who do you, who, you, you're obviously not predicting Minnesota win. Yeah, what is your I, I, prediction I'm, score?
1: You know, and I, don't, I think I've, we see some rays of hope on our offense here. Um, there were a few moments when we were connecting yesterday even. Um, but I think given Colorado's defensive strengths, I'm not seeing us getting through. Uh, honestly, I'm hoping we this goes like uh, zero two something like that. Okay, so we'll we'll see what happens.
0: So you, we've scored in each of our first two games. You don't think we're gonna get a goal past uh, Tim Howard? Uh no, I don't.
1: All right. No sir. Then uh, <laughs> listen, if it was
0: Zach Math, I'd probably say the same thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, probably, uh, you know, yeah.
1: Red Bulls are pretty are pretty potently in the offense, and uh, you know they barely got one in. So I mean,
0: that's that is to be fair. That is the one thing that actually Minnesota, like when they are able to like put a few passes together, which is not often, they actually look. Scary on offense, right? But it's they—they can very rarely get more than like three passes strung together, which is the the problem. So, all right, um, let's go on to our next segment: picks or it didn't happen. Yeah, uh, brought to you by Vegas, uh, Vegas. Please, for the love of God, do not fade Zeller's picks. (laughs) Um, they want you not to do that because that means you're making a lot of money. Um, yeah. If anybody doesn't know what fading is, uh, I'm a gambler, so. Means means basically picking the opposite of what I do. If you have been picking the opposite of my picks, you'd be up a lot of money right now. <laughs> uh, so let's go through last week's. Uh, New England and Orlando, obviously Mother Nature won that one because uh, they passed by cancer, or, sorry po- postpone that game. Whatever. Which is what they probably should have done to that Minnesota united game. Um, Chicago beat RSL 2-0. Uh, Dave Martin picked that one correct. There's going to be a lot of Dave Martin on yep. this next segment here. Fuck that guy. Had to be in Charlotte. <laughs> Piece of shit. Um, all right, uh, next game: the Red Bulls beat uh, Columbus. Um, or no, sorry, Colorado, as I mentioned. One or nothing. We both, me and Martin, both predicted that one correctly. Philadelphia Toronto was a two-two draw. Weirdly enough, uh, me and Martin both predicted a two-two draw in that match. Uh, Montreal and Seattle ended in a two-two draw. Martin picked mm. that one. Actually, I think exactly correct as well. I think that guy might be uh, you know some sort of wizard or something. In addition to being a VP of I don't know, marketing, fancy fancy pantsing at Wells Fargo, Um, Houston, Colorado, Houston, one three to one over color or uh, Columbus. Sorry, that goddamn. There's we put COL for so, two teams here.
1: Okay, is the Houston hype train getting a little justified here? I, they looked good the week before too. They
0: did, and Martin got jumped on that train. Uh, I have not jumped on the train. Yeah. you'll see my from my picture here in a second. Uh, Kansas City and Dallas played a snoozer of a game zero zero. Uh, you should have gotten your money back after that game because it was complete shit. I watched the twenty minute replay of that one. <laughs> um, no one, neither of us picked that one correctly. Uh, San Jose beat Vancouver 3-2 Neither of us picked that one correctly as well Uh, NYCFC beat uh, DC United 4-0 Of course we both picked that one correctly Because DC United is shit Uh, And then Minnesota United of course uh, Dropping their home opener to Atlanta 6-1 Martin did not pick a 6-1 scoreline But he did predict them to win I predicted Minnesota United uh, again Because I'm just going to keep picking Minnesota United until they win a game uh and then uh the, finally the last game of the of uh the week on sunday portland uh beat la galaxy away um one to nothing martin picked that one correctly so this week uh, i was three and seven uh, uh, uh uptick from last week uh martin though went eight and two so uh maybe pay attention if you want to gamble uh pick martin's picks um he's 12 and 9 i'm 5 and 16 it's gonna be a long long year um so now we're going to jump into our picks for the upcoming week, uh, week three. Uh, Martin and I picked uh, the Champions League, the CONCACAF Champions League. So we'll do that, and then uh, we're actually going to get uh, Luke in to uh, make his picks as well. So uh, Champions League matches are happening this week. Tigris uh, is home to Vancouver. Uh, I got Tigress winning 3-0. Uh, Martin's got Tigres winning 2-0. Mm. Uh, in the second Champions League match, uh, FC Dallas versus Pachuca. I actually hit FC Dallas uh, getting a the win there, 2-1, uh, against Pachuca. And uh, Martin does not. He hates the MLS, and he has Pachuca getting a draw in Dallas, 1-1. All right, moving along to the actual MLS uh, parts of the of the week. Uh, first match is NYCFC versus Montreal in Yankee Stadium. Um, I'm predicting two David Villa goals because he's on my fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> NYCFC wins 2-1. Uh, Martin's got NYCFC winning three to one. Luke, who do you got? Uh,
1: I I actually think I agree with uh, the other Dave here. I'm, I think uh, NYCFC is looking pretty strong. Montreal's credible, but uh, we both have NYCFC by the yeah, way. Yeah, I think th- I think three to one might be the think scoreline. Okay, okay. So you think with the scoreline? Okay, yeah.
0: cool. All right, um, second game of the week: uh, Vancouver versus Toronto uh, in Vancouver. Um, I have Toronto winning two to one. Um, Dave Martin also, weirdly enough, has Toronto winning two to one. So, like, he looked at my picks. Uh, who do you guys? I, I think it's going to be a draw. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Any predicting on the score? Just draw.
1: Yeah, just just, I, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going to okay. bother with the numbers. Cool. Who knows? Uh, all right.
0: Uh, Atlanta versus <laughs> Chicago uh, down in Atlanta at the uh, Georgia State uh, football field. I have Atlanta uh, beating Chicago three to two. Um, Martin, although, however, is on the Chicago hype train. He's been on it since the beginning of the year. Mm. He's pick, he's producing a draw, two-two, uh, between Atlanta and Chicago. And
1: uh, who do you have, Luke? Uh, that train uh, seems to disappoint an awful lot. Uh, I actually tried following the fire when I first started paying attention to MLS, and uh, has uh, not the first the first couple games though. Didn't yeah, but I, yeah, this year could be something different. Um, and here here's my thing: like, I think Atlanta might actually be sneaky good. Like, they didn't. I don't. I hope it wasn't just us. Um, we saw a lot of speed. We saw a lot of competence and professionalism out there yesterday. Um, I'm not really gonna believe Chicago till we're a little deeper into it. So I actually think Atlanta might pull one out at home.
0: All right, cool. Uh, DC 90 versus Columbus uh, in DC. I have a one-one draw. Uh, Martin has a one-one draw as well. Weird. i that? Uh,
1: I'll, I'll drink what you're drinking. Yeah, one-one. Draw. One-one draw. I don't see uh-huh. this All one right, going cool. Over real exciting. All right. Um, Orlando versus Philadelphia. In Orlando,
0: on that cool-ass new stadium, um, I have Orlando winning 2-1. to uh, Martin has a 3-2 Philly win. Mm. I don't know how, what kind of weed he's got in uh, <laughs> down there in down there uh, Charlotte.
1: He's got, got some what good, do you old, got? good old white lightning. <laughs> um, I, I So I'm going to go orthogonal to both of you guys. I'm just going to call. It's going to be a draw. Okay. I don't know what the numbers are. Cool. Uh, FC Dallas and
0: New England uh, playing in FC Dallas. Uh, both of these teams do not like scoring goals. I'm going 1-1 one, <laughs> one draw. Uh, let's see. Martin has a 3-1 FC Dallas win. He thinks they're going to score some goals. What do you got? Yeah, I'm looking for a decisive Dallas victory here. Probably okay. two points. Cool. Um, SKC uh, versus San Jose. San Jose's coming to Kansas City. I think uh, this is a uh, beginning of the uh, double run that I predicted, uh, 3 nothing to Sporting Kansas City. Um, Martin's got a 2-0 uh, win to send Sporting Kansas City. and I think that's Craig about right. Yeah, I'm okay. thinking uh, 2 zip. Cool. Uh, we already covered Colorado Minister United, so we don't have to do that one again. All uh, right, Yeah, God, thank God. Uh, RSL versus the LA Galaxy. Um, I picked the LA Galaxy to make the playoffs. I think they. this might be when, yeah, the wheels might have come off. I'm predicting 2-0 RSL.
1: And uh, Martin's predicting a draw zero zero. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I'm actually, I think, I think Galaxy's finally going to get off the Schneid here, so I'm actually going to call it 0-2 Galaxy. Cool. All right, and second to last game, Portland
0: versus Houston. Uh, Portland, you know, Ooh. been been really good. Houston, uh, man, maybe they're uh, maybe they're uh, on fire. I don't know. I don't know. I think three two Portland. Um, uh, Martin's got Portland winning two to one, and who do you have?
1: I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna take, uh, I'm gonna take Houston With three. Kubo two. Torres, huh? Kubo Torres, yeah. A I mean this this could, this is a this is kind of a thriller of an easy early season matchup here. So. All
0: right, cool. Uh, all right, so uh, last match of the weekend, we have the Seattle and the New York Red Bulls. Uh, Seattle at home. Um, I think two one to Seattle. I think Dempsey gets one. Maybe Jordan. Uh, Jordan Morris as well. Uh, Martin, on the other hand, thinks the Red Bulls go into mm. Seattle on Sunday night and get a win. Who do you have, Luke? Be the uh, tiebreaker I'm, I'm, here. Yeah,
1: I'm taking. I am going to take Seattle at home. I don't. Good. I don't want to do that, but uh, but here we are. So, <laughs> fuck you, Martin.
0: That's right. All right. Uh, now that talking about our fantasy league, uh, this is the segment we call "Indulge Your Fantasy." It's brought to yeah. you by Lamplighter Lounge in St. Paul. Do you want an aggressive lamp dance and a bad case of crabs? I, I had a lamplighter
1: friend. lounge. Don't, don't step on my fucking touchdown call, man. All right, go Sorry, ahead. Man. Tell your story. I, I had a friend who walked in there once and immediately vomited. <laughs> uh, he hadn't <laughs> been drinking. He wasn't sick. Uh, he just was not. He was just not enjoying the scenery. So that that there's there's a there's a, there's a glowing endorsement for the old lamplighter there for you. Oh man. I have a story about the lamp I can't tell. I can't tell on the podcast. Um, my wife. My wife. Yeah, listens can, can, this be my wife. My wife listens to this bullshit, so no. I can't tell the story.
0: That's obviously way before I met you, uh, dear. I <laughs> way 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 you before know, I met you. you. I'm an I'm an old right ass being. man. So all right. Um, all right. <laughs> so as as we were just remind everybody, uh, the winner of our uh, fantasy league gets a fifty dollar Target gift card. I That's know. an actual fifty dollar Target gift card that Martin is. Uh, making the money to pay for, uh, yeah. you know, when he's in Charlotte right That's now. There's a lot of fabric software so, I can pick up. So, uh, here's a weird thing I found about the Fantasy League. They threw out the first week's totals. So, those uh, uh, the teams that were in the first place in the after the first week, uh, sorry, uh, you're not in first place anymore because apparently they decided to do something where they wanted to throw out the open scores and just reset all the everything. So... I don't explain. Don't ask me to explain MLS or any, any MLS rules, let alone their goddamn fantasy rules. So how do we do? Um, I had 62 points this week. I'm in 10th place. Um, suck it, Martin. My wife, uh, God bless her, came in 7th place with 69 points. So nice. good job, babe. Good job. I just want to average 69 points the entire year. That's my entire goal with this thing. Nice. Because I probably can't win that $50, $50 Target gift card anyways. Uh, Dave Martin... Uh, Unfortunately, he came in 32nd place, second to last. He was not the last person. He was one above last with 30 points. He claims to me uh, via our uh, social interactions that some of his changes didn't save properly, and that is why he came. He only had 30 points. To which I say, sure, Martin, sure. All right, so who kicked ass in the league? Um, Again, the... uh, First week standings were thrown out, and now we have a current standings are now new. Um, Looney Bin Patrick Riding, is in first place with 86 points. Uh, Soccer FC, which is a very uh, kind of funny name. It's a little, uh, it's a little post ironic. Almost. Yeah, uh, Adam Haskins with 85 points. Good job. One point separates you from first place. And then in third place, uh, I don't know what your name is because you didn't put your name on your uh, on your team page, other than at your team name, which is. Sonic, S S-S, S, capital S S O N I C. I think it's actually a 20.
1: very intelligent snake that's running that Sonic.
0: thing. Sonic, Sonic,
1: Sonic.
0: Okay, um, all right. Let's uh, let's jump into our sort of second to last segment. We have Luke has a shout out. Yeah.
1: So shout out to shirtless guy, uh, who who probably why may, do you, why do you want to shout out to the shirtless well, guy? Well, because Luke? he he had his moment of internet fame yesterday. So about twenty minutes before kickoff, um, snow is coming down. It's what, 15 degrees out? Maybe. Maybe. 19, and, maybe. And yeah. uh, I, I just happened to know somebody down uh, about five rows ahead of me was already shirtless. And I said, this is what the internet was invented for. So I got a picture. I put it up on the old Twitter. and uh, it kinda, Twitter. It kind of caught fire. It got retweeted a ton, including one by uh, Hercules Gomez. Um, yeah, so Hercules shirtless, shirtless guy, Gomez. Shirtless guy, yeah. <laughs> enjoy your enjoy your moments. Funny,
0: funnily enough, that's um. Uh, I'm gonna give his uh, I'm gonna give his a uh, uh, his Twitter handle here because uh, why not? Um, that's at DDF Baker, uh, who's an actual listener to this stupid ass fucking podcast. He tweets at us. Yeah. Uh. G- no, not you, fool. Good job, man. <laughs> Good fucking <laughs> job. Uh, I also loved the uh, the winger out picture that West got. did you see that? No. Oh, I'm like, dude, you? Have you I mean, you, you're a lawyer, so you're probably like dicking around doing actual lawyer shit, yeah. not, not uh, you know, actual like yeah. Twitter shit. But uh, yeah, a, uh, a motherfucker had a, uh, a science thing when you out that got. Picked up by ESPN FC. Oh it was like 4,000 miles away from London. There was a winger outside oh, at a Minnesota United match. Yeah. Fuck! Good job on being I'm ration, gonna, rational Arsenal fans. Yeah, Thank I'm going gonna, gonna to bite my tongue on Arsenal um, So our game, I don't know what the uh, hashtag game was because Dave Martin's in charge of that. I'm going to so say we're going to do a new game. Martin will tell us who won the last game. Um, has This game is uh what should Craig and I shave into our ample, hairy chest for the match on April 1st? There's there's a rich palette I have a lot of right a lot of chests. Uh, Maybe we could like do something together. Totally whoa, up to you. Whoa. Totally up to you. Heck, yeah. You're gonna have to. All you're gonna do is you're gonna tell us what we should shave into our chests using the hashtag hairy and make sure you tag uh, the Dave's I know uh, Twitter handle, which is at tdikmn. Uh, best answer again, again gets a hundred thousand dollars in tam, uh, and who knows, we may even actually do it if it's uh, if it's hilarious enough. So. Um, all right. Now, our last segment, which we actually have a question. Do you have the question pulled yeah, up? We, let
1: me pull this up here. Um,
0: we always ask for questions uh, when we're recording the podcast, and we want you to actually – you can email them to us at uh, the Daves, I know, mn at gmail.com. Uh, that is our email address. Or you can always uh, tweet them at us, uh, at T-D-I-K-M-N. Uh, Facebook as well, facebook.com backslash Daves, I know. People keep going to that uh Fucking site, and it's not actually up to date yet, which I really appreciate. Keep liking the days I know. I'll eventually get some shit up there. What is our question? Luke. Okay,
1: so we, we got a double header from Colin O'Donnell, three arrows down right oh, on that right piece on of there. shit. Oh, well, no,
0: no, he's, no. No, no, he's, he's on that. Uh, uh, we call it soccer podcast. He's a piece of shit, oh, really? but yeah, let's let okay, do his question. Okay, but
1: he's 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 down to bash the fast, so we're good. Um, <laughs> so the first question is, I I think uh, I think someone actually took the bait on like the Marxist politics thing here. The first question and, is, and the sex and the sex <laughs> and the sex double whammy. Yeah, How has the so-called productive focus of reproductive sexuality resulted in the entrenchment of female subjugation?
0: Can you can you, can you read that again? Again, okay. A little here's bit the scary slower. thing: is I actually know what he's getting. At I know.
1: Here. We need to get a little <laughs> bit slower for our listeners. Some people how? like to listen to podcasts like yeah. at one and a half or two times speed, so, oh, so a little bit this slower. Is true. We'll yeah. just dial it back, buddy. Dial it back. So the question is: How has a so-called productive focus on reproductive sexuality resulted in an entrenchment of female subjugation? All right. Go. Oh, you got you gonna make me go with I'm, this? Yes, I'm making you go with oh, this. Oh good gravy. Okay, you said so he, you
0: said he knew he was getting at. I have I think of a general idea, but again okay. I am uh, Okay, so yeah. you're
1: you're gonna you're gonna get so much angry like mail on this for like so the classical Marxist theory Oh you don't think we is... only get angry mail? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seriously. Okay. fucking
1: amp it up, man. So so the classic Marxist theory is that um, in order for capital to get maximum production out of its wage laborers. There has to be a backbone of unpaid and invisible work done in the domestic sphere. So basically for Montgomery Burns to get as much money as possible from the labor of Homer Simpson, he's relying on Marge to be back home raising the kids, making the food, doing all that stuff in an unpaid and unrecognized way. Um, And so really there's all this unpaid and invisible labor that goes on that is the backbone of capital wage labor. And I can go on about this for about another two hours, but I'll probably bore everybody to death, and I'll throw in a lot of crazy jargon that's just gonna make everyone fall asleep. So, um, read cool Marxist feminists. Don't listen to me. Okay, but he had a, he had a, a second part to th- that th- question. So here's the follow-up. Here's where it gets sexy. <laughs> this is this. I just want you
0: to team me up for this one. Basically, that's all. <laughs> yeah. That's all I was asking. That's right. Team me up for this one. We yeah. Can, yeah. Okay. So, second part. Question yeah. number two. Yeah.
1: Related. In what orifice and at what speed would you describe how fucked we are with Sunday's back line?
0: <sighs>
1: See, I was thinking of, this, of the answer to this question
0: in that there are four people on the back line and four orifices that we are definitely fucked at. And I can definitely tell you at varying speeds. All right? Okay. Um, left back. That's the butthole, right? Mm. Um, not very. I mean, you, you, you got to go slow when you go in the butthole. All right? So right back, that is the mouth. And that is just go as hard as you possibly can. That's like a 16 year old oh. getting a bleep, a blowjob for the first time. Oh. And he, he's doing the thing where he puts his hand on the girl's head. And he's oh. like, trying to, you know, it's like, that's, that's yeah. where we're at right yeah, now. Yeah. Tonsils um, are getting knocked around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, center back is in, is in the pussy. Um, the right center back, sorry, or sorry, left center back, uh, Calvo, Calvo's position. Um, just and generally going at a regular pace, maybe going a little too fast. You know, like not really paying attention to uh, your partners, uh, your partners' needs and, and wants and all that. And uh, um, Demidoff, that's the ear. And it's really hard. Okay. No lube whatsoever. No. Just trying to jam it in there. Right. Seriously. Yeah. That. That's just what, don't do that.
1: That's what I thought too. I've always been a little bit mystified by the lyrics from "Lust for Life" by Iggy Pop, where he says, "Of course, I've had it in the ear before." Um, and it just like who who fucked Iggy Pop in the ear, I'm, I've always been worried about that, and I I think now I'm starting to get a sense of that. I think it might have been Demidoff. Might have been Demidoff. You know, at at the pace of a jackrabbit with a thyroid <laughs> disorder. So um, yeah, it, all right, it's just it's
0: painful and wrong. All right, thank thanks, Colin. That was a that was <laughs> insightful. Uh, you can always send your again send your questions to us, um at. Uh, TDIKMN, that's our Twitter handle mn at gmail.com is where you can send your email questions um, Know.com is where we do our daily, or I guess semi-daily soccer, I only should, I guess right now, if I write on it um, I do a precap so I can tell you what games to watch, what games to not watch basically it's like don't watch any MLS games, I'm going to tell you how everything is going to happen, <laughs> um, we do some satire there which is really cool too um, you can get the podcast on Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, eventually iTunes and Google Play, if those things ever come back and, you know, let me know. Um, I'm at Texas Zeller on Twitter. Uh, Dave Martin is at offensive underscore loons. Luke, where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, you
1: can find me at at bornwithatail underscore. Because that's, that's the tail.
0: And in Lexham, just milling about. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Um, ranting at kids, uh, fighting Nazis yes. in, the, <laughs> in the neighborhood. <laughs> um, and then uh, our music is, again, brought to you by Common Market. Um. Thanks for listening, guys. This was the Dave's I Know. We are the Daves yeah. you know. We both know we can't do nothing at all. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. chunk, oh. uh, we talk, we, we do our things, sir. Long as you do yours, land here, become free con yeah. Uh, we we yeah. do our things, son. Who the act we attract to hope to reach one. Uh, yeah. we, we, we do our things. Do it. We do our things, son. Some paint a piece, some spray with a machine gun. It's bad work to be done. We, we, we do our things, uh, son. We can't, can't do nothing, nothing. at all. Yeah, I know we can't do nothing at all. Nah, nah. yo, I can't do nothing yeah, at all.